0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Torn ACL Recovery Podcast. My name is Chris Arnold, and this is a short series podcast that follows my personal journey from ACL injury back to full strength. In it, I discuss the ups, downs, and everything in between in the days, weeks, and months after surgery. Hopefully, this will help you in your own process to getting well after injury. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into the podcast here, I want to make an obvious statement known, and that is that I'm not a doctor, I'm not a surgeon, and I'm not your physical therapist. So, what you're about to hear is my own personal experience with supplements and some of the research I did. Uh, What I'm gonna do is describe what I'm taking, why I'm taking it, and kind of work my way down that line to explain to you what my daily routine is and kind of what some of the extras are that I'm doing in my own personal recovery process. So by no means is this a plan for everyone, maybe it's not a plan for you, or maybe you want to kind of pick and choose and try it a few things at a time. Be sure that you talk to your doctor, be sure that you talk to those that you trust about your medical history, and make the decisions that are best for you. Welcome to the Guide to Supplements edition of the Torn ACL Recovery Podcast. I wanted to create an episode where I kind of go over the different supplements I'm taking, why I'm taking them and kind of link that back to all the the research and digging I did after I found out that I tore my ACL and kind of the plan I set forth uh, moving forward after my surgery. Now, obviously, one of the biggest keys of having ACL surgery is that, or any major surgery for that matter, is that you're going to be told to stop taking any kind of supplementation prior to surgery. Uh, That's anywhere from two to four weeks before the actual surgery date. Um, I was told uh, roughly two weeks. So a- as much of a bummer as that was, I got off all supplements I was taking. Um, you know, the idea is going into anesthesia. You don't want to have anything in your system that could adversely affect the drugs that you're being given um, during the procedure. But one thing you can do is begin to think about and plan for post-surgery and what kind of supplements you'll be, begin taking, you know, once you're back with it. For me, I think I I think I think recall it to be about five to seven days after surgery when I was off any of the hard drugs for pain, and I was kind of transitioning into the sort of Tylenol phase, um, ibuprofen phase of the recovery. Now, what am I taking on a daily basis? Why am I taking it? Uh, this is a combination of things that I might have already been taking and um, other supplements that... Uh, you know, I've researched. I looked into specifically around joint healing. You know, joint joint stability coming from tissues being able to repair quicker, um, from ligaments being able to repair more quickly, um, so on and so forth. Now, the the devil's advocate, of course, to using supplements is that it's a waste of money. It's just expensive pee, so on and so forth. And you know, more power to you if that is your preference, you know, feel free to turn off the podcast now. This isn't the one for you, but for those of you that are interested in learning more about supplements and how it might help you feel free to continue listening. I come from the opinion that if you're already spending thousands and thousands of dollars in surgery fees and physical therapy fees, you know, whatever your, um, if you're, you know, I think a lot of folks in the UK have kind of a state led healthcare system, Here in the United States, it depends on what your healthcare plan is, depending on what your deductible is. So you're already investing so much money and so much time and energy into this entire process. I'm of the opinion that why not spend a couple more hundred bucks and get yourself stocked up on some supplements that if nothing else will help you recover faster, more effectively, more efficiently. You may feel better because you're taking these uh, specific supplements. And if at the end of the day, it is expensive, p or nothing works. Well, you you add it on a couple hundred bucks to what is an otherwise very long process, and, and for many people a very big bill. So, I want to get into what I'm taking on a daily basis, and the number one thing that I that I'm taking, which is a new thing that I learned about, is um, is a plant called sissus, and and this came up quite a bit with regards to helping inflammation. Helping bone and tissue healing and just general joint health. Um, it's it's widely recognized outside of the Western world that there's a lot of healing property related to this plant. And everywhere I looked, time and time again, it was sort of top of the list for um, what to take for general knee knee and joint pain and a potential um, help helping uh, healing effect for surgeries as well. So. SissIS um, is the number one thing that's on my list. I'm taking, I think it's uh, 2,000 milligrams, which is two capsules each day each morning uh, as a part of my as a part of my routine. The second thing that I'm taking is glucosamine and glucosamine is one of those ones that uh, feels somewhat controversial, um, if you can really even call it that. and it's because there's really no distinct scientific research on if glucosamine, helps out joint healing, post-surgery healing knee pain and all of that um, There's been some studies that show it's it's a placebo effect there's been um, other groups of people that say this is the best thing it's a life-saving thing for me um, you know this isn't something that I took before my knee surgery but it is something I'm taking now um, a full dose is I believe four capsules so it's quite a bit I don't feel bad afterwards I have I've had no side effects personally. Um, but you know, even if it is a placebo, I want to make sure I'm giving my body everything it potentially needs. You know, maybe it's using a little bit of it. Maybe it's using all of it. Maybe it's using none of it. But again, you know, how can I give my body uh, the best opportunity for recovery? And if I'm one of those people, if I'm one of those ecosystems where glucosamine works, well, you know, I'm feeding that to my body and that's what I want to continue to do. The next on my personal list is vitamin C, which is something that is kind of considered the old standby. Uh, It has lots of healing properties, you know, immune system, inflammation. Um, Vitamin C is also known for bone healing, which obviously is important for the tunnel site uh, where the graft was placed. Um, Right now I'm taking a 1,000 milligrams a day. Uh, the, The ratio that I'm taking that in is, I think, uh, it breaks down to, to basically one, one pill in the morning with, some, with uh, these other supplements and then um, another pill later in the day, um, afternoon, early evening type of thing. Um, vitamin C, the old standby. I added it to my list. If I don't get enough citrus or fruit throughout the day, uh, this is one where I just want to make sure my body is packed full of vitamin C to help in that recovery process. Next up on the list for me is fish oil or omega-3 fatty acids. I do this normally. I think it's uh, really important for um, cardiovascular health, and I think it's even more important for cardiovascular health when you're when you're uh, having surgery and you're and you're forced to essentially be laying out for days and weeks at a time. Um, I take uh, up to three capsules daily. So my capsules come in 1,400 milligram. Uh, capsules. um, I think I started out taking one a day. And since I've had the surgery, I've increased to two and sometimes three a day. You know, if I'm feeling sort of extra sore or or I have a week where I'm pushing physical therapy uh, harder, I will increase that. Again, none of these are making me feel bad. I don't feel sick. I don't feel nauseous. Um, If I did ever get to a point where something Uh, was making me feel that way, I would obviously back off or uh, consider discontinuing use. Um, None of these things for me are making me feel that way, and and so I'm I'm confident for myself to continue taking them. Um, Again, when you're in recovery and you're laid out and you're barely moving or you're just starting to walk again, um, I love the idea of feeding your body with something that is going to um, keep your cardiovascular system um, feeling well, lubed up ready to go and kind of get back to activities slowly but surely the next one on my list is um, new to me uh, but it's something that i think i'm going to continue taking um, and that is collagen peptides now collagen is um, collagen is the number one source of protein in our bodies Uh, Ligaments contain a substantial amount of collagen. Um, Collagen also includes a a fair amount of protein in and of itself. So when you actually take the collagen peptide product, typically a powder that you might add to a a fitness drink or a smoothie, or maybe even your coffee. um, Collagen has been known to aid in joint health, joint healing, um, reducing stress and kind of pain and achiness in the joints. Um, I know plenty of people in my community that take collagen and they don't have knee surgery, but they have knee pain and they've spoken very, very highly of collagen helping them with that, that pain. Um, And so I added that to my routine and essentially what I'll do is I'll put, you know, one, one scoop in coffee or a smoothie in the morning. And then generally if I'm going to physical therapy or if I go to the gym, I'll put another scoop or another, maybe half scoop into my sports drink, which is. Uh, BCAAs, and I'll talk about that next. But collagen for me is a new one. Um, I haven't read uh, I've, I haven't read anything that is uh, negative about collagen. I feel really good about it. Um, as long as you can find a pure source that is you know grass-fed, that is good for the body, um, I would say give it a shot, see how it makes you feel, see if you feel any differences during your recovery process as well. The next one on my list is uh, BCAAs, which is branched chain amino acids. BCAAs is something I've been taking for a long time. I always drink it and have it with me when I go in for a workout, or if I am doing, you know, maybe a 30-minute uh, bike ride workout. Um, the great thing about BCAAs is that they help aid in muscle recovery, muscle soreness. So after you're after you're done with the workout and you know that that muscle soreness is coming, the nice thing about BCAAs is, is that it triggers protein synthesis, and so it helps recover those muscles quicker, so that you're sore not as long. Um, I'll just again, I'll throw that in like a blender bottle. I will mix it up um, right now with some collagen and just get that going. Super simple, uh, not a lot of effort or hassle, and uh, that's one that for me again is is an old standby. Not not dissimilar to collagen and BCAAs in terms of the powder form. Another daily staple for me uh, for a long time has been protein powder. I personally enjoy one that's just called Paleo protein powder, uh, grass-fed. You know, kind of uh, not. I wouldn't say top of the line. I'm not trying to spend tons and tons of money on protein powder, but I don't grab whatever's on the shelf at the grocery store either. Um, this, this type of product mixes well with a morning smoothie or morning coffee, uh, maybe kind of an evening, uh, alternative meal, uh, also good for snacks throughout the day. If, if you're someone who needs some extra calorie or protein, um, in addition to your typical meals, obviously a great snack mid morning, uh, mid to late afternoon, uh, consider, consider protein powder. It's, it's basic, but you know, as our muscles are uh, recovering and getting stronger, protein is a huge, is a huge Uh, building block in that recovery process. So don't neglect your protein intake. Uh, The last two on my list are, uh, I'll start with black elderberry. Um, This one's kind of funny, because I, I don't really fully, I never really fully believed in the kind of um, Anti cold supplements, you know, the big vitamin C blasts or echinacea that you can take, you know, as you feel a cold coming on. I've never really felt like that is a huge help for me personally. Um, but I started taking an elderberry last winter, kind of early in the season, late fall. And I realized that it really did help me personally keep my immune system uh, feeling stronger. I, I had fewer days where I felt tired or like a cold was coming on, I, I honestly felt like it kind of created a little bit of a barrier between uh, the cold season out there and my immune system. And so I choose to take that now year round, just one capsule a day. And um, it's it's something that I want to continue taking throughout this recovery process because, you know, obviously the last thing I want to do is be sick during uh, ACL surgery and the recovery process. Now, the last one on my list is called uh, B complex, uh, you may have heard of it before. Um, B complex is is um, another one that is potentially a little bit controversial in terms of, you know, expensive P quote unquote. Um, that's fine enough. Uh, it's it's also shown to have uh, promoting effects of of brain health. Um, it can boost your energy, um, ner- overall nervous system function uh, improvements, among other things. So, uh, the brand that I take. Um, can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, it is also, uh, joined with a little bit of extra vitamin C. So for me, this B complex is something where, you know, if I can add a little extra boost to my mental game during this recovery process, I'm again, going to do anything I can to, to maintain that and to, uh, keep that thriving. In addition to kind of all of those, uh, which again are, are on my website, feel free to kind of jump in and take a browse at your leisure uh, a couple other considerations that, you know, I, uh, I, I'm i not doing myself, but I've seen quite a bit out there uh, would be vitamin C, uh, excuse me, vitamin A, vitamin E, zinc. Um, those are often brought up around ACL surgery recoveries. Um, you know, those are just ones that I, I'm choosing not to get um, in pill form, I feel that my diet is balanced enough, and uh, you know fulfills those obligations uh, for my body during this recovery process. So, um, I also link to someone else, um, uh, a woman named Nina, in my blog who wrote a separate kind of recovery process on her blog, and she covers quite a few different natural oils and natural products um, on her blog that are more of that I would say Eastern culture. Um, Uh, of an Eastern culture stance. And she's, she seems to find a lot of uh, positive results with those as well. So feel free to take a look at that and dive in if you're someone who really likes to get into the weeds. Now, the last thing that I'm taking is something called CBD oil, and I'm not really taking it per se, but it's something that I am rubbing onto my knee front and back right before bed each night uh, yes, this is the same CBD that is linked to THC. You know, it's not smoking a joint, it's not chewing on gummies. Um, it's really focusing on um, the non psychoactive aspect of the the cannabis plant, and you know that's a that's a big difference to make. So it's good to point that out. Um, but one of the main things with CBD oil is that it gives you the soothing kind of calming effect of uh, the cannabis plant without any of the THC psychoactive side effects. So um, what I'm taking is basically a, a muscle solve that I can kind of squirt out a couple little drops onto my knee and kind of rub it in each night before bed. has a great calming effect, um, kind of reduces any kind of tension or soreness that I have right before I go to bed, I found that that's been really nice and kind of a a useful additional component when it comes to supplements, quote unquote. So again, if you choose to um, go seek a CBD product, an oil or a salve, just be sure that you are 100% certain that the the contents of the CBD product is majority CBD and really no THC. So if you're trying to avoid the psychoactive effect or really any kind of um, weed-like effect um, in terms of um, feeling high, um, you want to make sure that your product has no THC in it or very, very little THC. Oftentimes, people will be confused about that. They'll get a product and they'll realize this is 50% CBD and 50% THC or something along those lines, and they realize that it's not exactly the product that they were anticipating. So that's where I'm going to leave it today. Um, supplements kind of ranging from what I take each morning to what I toss into drinks, uh, recovery drinks, sports drinks, and then uh, the CBD oil for kind of an evening uh, knee rub uh, to help me get to sleep and to help me have a good night's sleep. So I'm going to leave it there and call that a wrap on the Torn ACL Recovery Podcast Guide to Supplements Edition. I really hope that you found something useful here. Maybe you want to go out and grab a couple supplements for yourself. Give it a shot in your own recovery process. For more information on what I was speaking to specifically, feel free to visit tornaclrecoverypodcast.com for more information. Um, And as always, I wish you the very best in your own recovery process.